What is up, everybody? Back again. Another episode of the Fan Section Recap brought to you by Tyson and Allen. Um, Tyson's back in the building, man. Yeah. Heck yeah. So uh, hopefully you guys didn't uh, get mad at us for flying solo. Hopefully you like Tyson's little shorts, my little shorts, but the duo is back. Um, real quick, this is the Fan Section Brought to you for fans by fans across college landscape from section 100 to section 300. Bleachers down to the suites. We welcome everybody. Um, we also, if you want to get in the mailbag, the fan section Gmail, sorry, the fan section one at gmail.com. And also the Twitter handle is the fan section. Um, but yeah, just two dudes talking college off of knowledge. Um, real quick, this is the recap. So we're just going to cover the games that we, there's a couple games we have highlighted that um, this last week kind of make for interesting preview i think um as far as the games that i've highlighted i I think that's the same for yours we have dialed it down a little bit as far as the teams we have talked about in the past and we've gone basically through all of them we're going to start limiting some of the teams we do Mm -hmm. talk about um or just just a short comment yeah exactly exactly yeah we're we're changing the format up a little bit but we're Mm -hmm. also going to be getting more content out there exactly uh, so so it's going to be uh, we're excited about kind of this new this new angle we're taking here. yeah yes sir so um without further ado though there nothing really i mean there was a couple things in recruiting that we're going to hit probably in the week preview um or maybe i'll just end up doing that as a short i think that's probably better fit mm-hmm. as a short um so yeah let's starting at the top so friday october 15th there was a couple games um oregon and california played uh, and the fact that this game was so close, I yeah. I, I was very I, – I watched like maybe like the first half, and I was like, okay, Cal's going to win. You know what I mean? And then I turn it off, mm-hmm. and then next thing I know, Oregon is able to kind of come from behind. Um, yeah, kinda, Oregon won 24-17. Yeah. Anthony Brown has been exposed. He's not a reliable quarterback. Yep. It's shocking at this point that they were able to go to Ohio State and win. Mm-hmm. California is is 1-5 on the year. They're not a good team. Uh, now – if you're a Colorado fan, you're playing at Cal next week. Chase Garber is a pretty good quarterback. That would be tough for Colorado, but Oregon yeah. should have won this game by, I mean, I'm sure the line was 17 points. At yes. Least. So not a good look for uh, Oregon, um, but they did discover uh, uh, freshman linebacker, uh, the brother of Penne, Noah Sewell. Noah, yes. 12 tackles and a sack in the game. Yeah. Um, uh, Oregon plays at UCLA. I think, hey, Upset alert right there. You think? And like I said, wow. if Oregon loses that, Pac-12 now, there's not a single team in the Pac-12 who doesn't have two losses or more. Yep, yep. You did mention that on the, on the short last time. So, uh, yeah, as far as Oregon's hopes or for the, honestly, the college football playoff, they're pretty much all but done. I think um, you're, you're hoping for Georgia to take a loss, since to take a loss, Iowa take another loss, Michigan, Michigan State to take a loss. At this point, I just think it's safer to just count you out. You're playing for the Pac-12, nothing else, mm-hmm. um, which is fine, Ro- totally Ro- fine. Ro- yeah, yeah, you're playing for the Rose Bowl, which is totally fine. Um, there's no shame in winning your conference, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people have undervalued the conference, I think, as we've gotten into the college football playoff era. Um, and it's kind of sad to see, but at the same time, like, if you're not playing for the national title, you're not... Well, we talked about you culture. Know. Yeah, they exactly. The Pac-12 just will not do the things that they need to do to be competitive. Exactly. It's a basketball conference. Yeah, and baseball. Baseball is pretty big there, too. Um, but moving on, yeah. uh, the other game on Friday night was San Diego State-San Jose State. And I put this game on my on my uh, preview. I highlighted this game. I thought it was going to be very exciting, and it didn't disappoint um, at all, actually. Um, so Yeah, it was a fun one. I uh, ended up going to two overtimes. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and San Diego State did not look all that good. What, what, did, what did you think about how San Jose State's defense really shut them down? This, this game was tied 6-6 at the end of regulation. I know, and I saw that, and I was like, okay. Uh, and then you go on to two over, overtimes, and you're able to, San Diego was able to get that 13. Um, but just basically, I, it came down to depth. San Diego State was the more in-shape team, more deep team. Um, they have... Mm-hmm. It's games like this, like that are this close. Talent usually comes out and shines at the end when it's supposed to and makes the big plays. San Diego State was able to do that. Um, but San Diego State wasn't, they didn't have a lead passer, a lead rusher, or a lead um, re- receiver, honestly. Like it was all San Jose State. It was uh, Nick Nash leading for passing, Nevins leading for rushing, and then Deese leading for receiving. So it's like, all right, cool. And Nash is a San Jose State's backup quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Starkle went down a couple weeks ago. I know. Ago. That pick really, really comes San Diego State before. has a poor offense they're like and obviously we can probably dive into this because san San diego state's next game is air force and i think air force is a very good team that you can't you can't score six points in the first half and beat air force because they're going to control the clock and they're going to actually score points and they usually score honestly every i think every quarter they have they have points um so yeah and they're also leading in, in, in rushing with 336 yards so um, good luck, man. Uh, you can't let Tyler Nevins, you know, rush for 28 yards or 28 carries, 74 yards and a TD and expect Air Force not to double that. Oh, um, easy. <laughs> well, so, so that's, that's two games and we got both ranked teams now on upset alert coming yeah, up this week. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then kicking off the actual on October 16th, the games, uh, it was Georgia, Kentucky. We talked a little bit about, you know, the, the stoops doing what he does best against, against Georgia at the end there. Um, you know, but Georgia rolling. Uh, best defense still in the nation. It doesn't look close. Um, Georgia continues to just shine. You know, every position is there's really it's there's an NFL player. You know what I mean? Like you look at him and you're like, okay, that's a future NFL player. That's an NFL player next year. Like it's it might honestly just be their year. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when it, when it came to 2019 and you look at L- or t- yeah 20 2019 you see LSU and you're like it's they're just that much better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Once they beat Alabama. Yeah. That was when you were like, all okay, right. yeah. So, um, not gonna dive too much into that game because we all know it was it was a beating. Um, the other game though was so obviously Georgia, Georgia Florida next. By week By to week. get a little bit healthy, um, and then yeah, and it's the news that I saw today was potentially George Pickens who tore his ACL might play that game. Really? Yeah, he's he's been running routes um, at like seventy or eighty percent. Which is insane. That like that's that's a seven month turnaround. It's usually eight to ten. Mm-hmm. And then JT Daniels was throwing. He threw about seventy five yeah, passes. I meant to ask you about him. What's yeah, the deal? he's he's fine. Now. He's questionable so he's gonna, for this week, isn't he? He's questionable, but they don't they don't play anybody this week. So oh, they have the, they have the bye week. Yeah. So he he technically is listed as questionable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's good. So I think. It's safe to say that JT Daniels is for sure going to start. But the question is, do you, do you keep rolling with Stetson? A lot of people like his mobility and stuff like that. I think that you just got to – JT Daniels is just that much better. Um, so they average 40 points with JT. They average 35 with, with Stetson. Well, really, the first half no offense fall. was not great. No, no, no. For Georgia. There was 14-7 at halftime. Yep. They poured 10 points in in the third quarter that really put it away. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and but, there was a big run by Zamir White that, that kind of also sealed it too. And then just the defense getting after Levis. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, that's the update I have. Clearly the best team in the country. Yeah. No question about it. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And then, uh, as we know, it's kind of really them. And then we thought Iowa might have been close. 
but then they drop a really close not close one at all like they they didn't show up this is this is one of those games where i think they showed up and they overestimated purdue or they underestimated purdue they were like it's purdue but mm-hmm. they forgot to realize that purdue is three and two two and one in the big 10 you know what i mean like they're not a bad team they're they're not great you know what i mean but i'm pretty shocked by this me too i i didn't at least the score like this is a game you're like you expect to see 23 24 you know what i mean not 24 to 7 like and this is a coach jeff brown at purdue that was on the hot seat coming into the season and this saved his job honestly he could go they could go you know oh and five the rest of the season or the next five games and he's still all right well we beat iowa let's roll with some momentum um, happy for him. I really am. Uh, like it's good to see a program like that get a key win, especially at Iowa. Like that yeah. was nuts. Well, um, so Iowa finally lost the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. They lost the turnover battle in this game four to one. That's really been how Iowa has been beating teams. Is their defense has been forcing three and four turnovers a game, sometimes five turnovers. Yeah, and th- and that helps the fact. That you have a terrible offense. This was a, <laughs> a straight-up bad Spencer Petras day. Yeah. 195 yards, no touchdowns, four interceptions. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is an Iowa team that they would have lost to Penn State if Sean Clifford did not get hurt. Um, Purdue safety Cam Allen mm-hmm. had, a, had a great day, two picks, four tackles. You know, uh, the, the, the move Purdue made earlier in the season from Plummer to Aiden O'Connor, O'Connell has proved to be brilliant. Mm. I agree with you. I think it's safe. Jeff Brown's job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I do I, I do think Iowa still should be a top 10 team, though, because of their <sighs> resume and what they've accomplished. Yes and no. I, I mean – Their offense is terrible. They fell pretty far. They did. Uh, I was kind of shocked. But then people were like, well, why did Bama only go to – because it's Bama. They really – Bama should have gone from one to four. They shouldn't have gone one to five. Um, and now they're back in – you know, they're back in it. So it's like, okay, cool. Um, but I just think that Iowa still has a shot. I mean, you win the Big Ten, you have a pretty good resume, mm-hmm. you have a pretty good chance, but that this this loss is one of those where you're just like, okay, if it's between you and Cincinnati, Cincinnati's undefeated, and you have this Purdue loss, well, we're going to compare Cincinnati to Purdue. Cincinnati's obviously better than Purdue. We have to leave Iowa out. You know what I mean? Like, well, Iowa's should... in the West. Yeah. So they don't have Michigan State, Michigan, Ohio State. No, those teams get to beat up on each That's other. That's right. Yeah. And Iowa should be favored the rest of the way. Absolutely. Um, I still think it'll be tough for them to climb back in. I really do. But their season isn't over. Win the Big Ten, and and you know we can do we can do what we call the golden ticket for sure. Um, <laughs> they're the jar of dirt, and like you know just bring that to the party and see what you got. Um, moving on, UCF Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, like I said, has to put up 40 mm-hmm. on, you know, over 40 and everybody to continue their rise. And they have, they didn't, they didn't shock. I thought UCF was going to put up more of a fight. Um, but no, Cincinnati. And as you said earlier, Desmond Ritter didn't look very good in, in the start of the this game. This was very, not, I mean, in, not directly, but this is kind of similar to Georgia, Kentucky, where UCF scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was, this was a route. This was a straight-up beatdown, and it was a straight-up beatdown not by Desmond Ritter, no. by the defense, and by Jerome Ford. And I like, I like that. I mean, Cincinnati's starting to figure out different ways to beat you, and I think that's, oh, yeah. a, that's a scary team. Oh, this game, <laughs> yeah, this, no, Desmond Ritter <coughs> can beat you, but this game was yeah. all run all the time. He had mm-hmm. 189 yards, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerome Ford, He's sneaky under the radar, the running back for Cincinnati. He has accounted for 14, just himself, mm-hmm. 14 points per game this season. 
you know, just by him showing up. And and the duo of Kobe Bryant and Deshaun Pace mm-hmm. might be the best secondary in the country. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're ball solid. hawks. They're solid. It's between them and probably Iowa. Um, yeah, they're solid. You know, solid. they got really a top solid. five defense and a, and a good offense. Mm-hmm. And for UCF, you know, Dylan Gabriel's out for the season. So, yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, you would just wonder maybe they could put up a little bit of fight with that. Um, and then moving on, Oklahoma TCU. Oklahoma with Caleb Williams, and I said this in the podcast before. With Caleb Williams, this is a playoff team. With Spencer Rattler, they're a two-loss team. And – Caleb Williams did not disappoint. Five TDs? Are you kidding me? Like, holy lord. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing that they shut out the media, I guess. You know what I mean? All week they said no media. Um, but we are seeing a lot of transfer portals for Spencer Rattler, you know, rumors heating up. Obviously, we're, he's going to transfer. Anybody that knows anything, you know, about football, you could be born yesterday and know a little bit about football and know that this kid's likely going to transfer at the end of the season. He might stick it out. Um he, but I'm honestly shocked if he does. I think he should go now. Just put your name in it, unenroll, sit out the rest of the year, work with someone private. You know, use that money on your on your snake thing to pay for a quarterback coach to help you work on your footwork. So that way you go into the next um, school. Whether and there's only SEC schools that are listed. Um, really? Yeah, I saw the Twitter. It was is he like a Texas kid. Uh, he is an Arizona kid. Really? Yeah, he's from Arizona. So um, that's why Arizona State. This potential target, uh, I don't think U of A has a shot. Um, no but it'll be Arizona State, Ole Miss, Georgia is on that list, and I'm really shocked that Georgia's on that list. They should. I think should, you're right. They shouldn't I, be on that list. I LSU. Think, I think with, um, uh, with Matt Corral leaving Ole Miss to go to the NFL. I, I think, think the more I think about it, that's a good I fit. think Ole Miss is the best fit, yeah. even with them trying to get Archie Manning for sure. Um, but, yeah, so that's enough talk about Oklahoma. And then uh, – Caleb Williams, just real quick. Oh, sorry. yeah, go for it. You, Two weeks ago, we had Kirk Herbstreet and Joel Klatt and all these people crying about the fans booing Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Well, where's the apology? Clearly they were right. Caleb Williams is – this team is dramatically better with him than with Spencer Rattler. Exactly. And we were saying that all year. Just for I the can't. Record. I can't stand Kirk Herbstreit. Just, can't stand just want you guys. Just want you. All right, for a few listeners, those of you in India, want you to listen. Keep listening because we call it how it is. We call it facts. We said that Caleb Williams is better than Spencer Rattler. We don't know why he's getting this hype. Well, sure as shit, Spencer Rattler's out. So uh, Alabama rolls Mississippi State. Alabama's back on top, uh, doing what they do best, which is beating bad teams. Yeah. Bryce Young has a really good day. Twenty of twenty-eight, three forty-eight. Um, don't really want to dive too much into that game because it's Bama. Um, mm-hmm. And then the game that, that I do kind of want to talk about a little bit more in, Michigan State, Indiana. So Michigan State is undefeated. Michigan is undefeated. Ohio State has one loss. As we just said, those teams play each other. Mel Tucker found something in the water. Like, I was not expecting Michigan State to be this good. I'm not saying they're good, but they are a top 10 team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are they? Do you do you have them as a top ten team? Are they pretenders? Yeah. And forget your bias from Mel Tucker. Look yeah. at the team. I don't understand how they keep winning. To be honest, <laughs> I, I, I I mean I'm serious. Uh, you know they started there this game. Yeah, Alan. They started this game with six straight punts. Six oh. straight punts. They did score in the first quarter. That was the interception return for a touchdown. <laughs> Their defense scored. It was nine seven at halftime. And then they only got two field goals and a touchdown in the second half. I, I mean, wonder if it's just like the was Indi- is Indiana. We had Indiana as a very good team. They have a very good defense. We they have do. to. We're wrong, people. We're people in India. We are wrong. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> no, we, I, I was very wrong about Indiana as a team. But they do have a very good defense. But, but I mean, Michael Penix is gone, and who knows. Yeah. But Jack Tuttle's terrible. He had two interceptions, no touchdowns. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand how Michigan State keeps winning. I'm, I'm, I'm being dead I'm very excited for the Michigan-Michigan State game because I think both will be undefeated at that point. I think if Michigan can if Michigan can score 17 points. <laughs> wow, 17. I, Michigan State's offense. With Aiden Hutchinson I, dominating, huh? <laughs> I just – I Michigan State, I just – I told you. If they're a quandary. I am completely befuddled by them. I don't understand. <laughs> it's all transfers. Yeah. You know, and and I mean, you start the game off with six straight punts. That sounds like Colorado's offense. You know what's funny is like you said it's all transfers. You wonder if like this could have been CU. <laughs> like, <Shit>. like <laughs> I'm not trying to just stab the knife deeper <laughs> into the Buffalo. Oh, but like you just mentioned, you just said it. You're like these are all transfers. Well, Mel Tucker had these transfers potentially coming to see you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but Darren Cheverini would have been coaching them. <sighs> so they would have been terrible. Uh, maybe. Well. I don't know, man. Mel Tucker can develop. Like, say what you want. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit more biased about him because he did originally come from Georgia, and he was a Georgia hey, D coordinator. A, that's another guy. LSU. Maybe for the LSU guy. And uh, people have been reaching out for him. Yeah. They've, been, they've actually said, but uh, there's no way he's going to do that twice. There's no way. Does he go back to – you know what? Okay, maybe. Does he go back to SEC? I thought he was you, from Michigan. Yeah. So yeah. I thought he was happy at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. That'd be dirty to do that to your home state, man. Oh, but he's done worse things as we yeah. see. So, <laughs> um, and then Oklahoma State, Texas. So I did say that I want Oklahoma State to win this game because I want to see them undefeated. Um, Texas, it was, a, it was a pretty solid game. Um, but – Texas is unfortunately all their hopes and riddles are now done as far as any chance of winning the Big 12. Um, but they're still a pretty solid team. They're not back. You know what I mean? That the curse of the we're back. Well, for they sure thought they were them. back. So yeah. Casey Thompson, they switched from Hudson Card at quarterback to Casey Thompson. Mm-hmm. He had 14 pass touchdowns in just four games. Yeah, he was a, a stud. Yeah, Oklahoma State held them to just one in this game. One pass touchdown, two interceptions. Great, great. Oklahoma game State's plan. defense, I think, is for real. They might be. They might be. Great defensive game plan for sure. And they, they honestly, they kept Bijan Robinson kind of to a minimum too yeah. for for Bijan. Second Robinson. second week in a row, Texas <coughs> has had a second half, mm-hmm. two touchdown lead, and squandered. Here's how Texas finished the game. Yeah. After they started the second half with a touchdown, mm-hmm. then they go four punts. A failed fourth down conversion and an interception. That's how Texas ended the game. That's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. That's just that's that's a recipe for a loss. I, I I think Oklahoma State I think is similar to Iowa and some of these other teams. We thought maybe Michigan State, mm-hmm. but they have a really good defense. They, and the offense is just kind of trash. Those those three, yeah. So teams now three, we'll say two, two through about nine, or a carousel. Like yeah. any one of them could be one two, or three and four, yeah. you know what I mean, or two three four. Um, and then speaking yeah. of any one of them, Ole Miss is kind of making a case for to climb up the rankings too. They just beat Tennessee um, pretty fairly. We did talk a little bit about in the, in the short about how they um, the end of that game didn't go very well um, as far as the fans being, you know, honestly dog shit. But that's okay. Um, 
a few of you have ruined it for the majority, and I'm not saying all mm-hmm. that. I'm not trying to be biased as far as Tennessee. I don't like Tennessee, um, but that's just because you know my Georgia bias. But that still doesn't excuse the fact that I'm defending the fans. They got slapped with a fine. They did, you know, yeah. they deserved it. But Ole Miss comes in. Matt Corral has 30 carries for 195 yards. Like, he was a running back, basically, this game. Mm-hmm. They had a really good game plan. Um, I'm interested to see where they're going to be next week, after this week, I think. Because if they keep rolling like this, look for them to be in that 8 eight or 9. You know what I mean? Like, they honestly might have a chance there, depending on some teams. Because Arkansas took that loss. Um, and then, speaking of Arkansas, Auburn versus Arkansas. So, Auburn, Bo Nix is getting it together. Like, he's starting to... Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about this... Um, Last week, if Bo Nix could stop being a squirrel and just slow things down and mm-hmm. not overthink it, I feel like he, he does have the tools. He's got – when he does make the throws, you're like, okay, that's a nice throw. And then the next play later, you're like, dude, the kid's at a candy store. Like he just doesn't know what to – he's like, what, what, what's going – you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's just – but he was able to slow it down, outduel KJ Jefferson. It was a good game. In the second half for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. Auburn was down 14, 17 yeah. and a half time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they got yeah. a they got a, a strip sack for a touchdown. Yeah. Start the second half by Marcus Harris, uh, that put them in the lead. And then and then it was maybe that was for him that was kind of a freeing thing because it was it was Bo Nix after yeah. that. The, you know, the seventy one yard pass touchdown to yeah. Demetrius Robertson. Um, Arkansas, my friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're not but bad. I think they are regressing back to reality. Oh, come on now. No, no. You know who's going to face reality here in a little bit? Going back to Tennessee. They're going to go 0-5 this next stretch. So, just, well, just it, I mean, depending, depending on Hendon Hooker's injury. Yeah. If no, they, even they, before. That stretch is a meat grinder. Well, but, but I think they, they played Ole Miss tough, man. And Hendon Hooker is a world of difference better mm-hmm. than Joe Milton. With Joe Milton, did you see – dude, okay, hold on. I Just real quick, so <laughs> I just got to ask you about this. No, you're good. It is three seconds left in the game. And they're on the 12-yard line. Is this before or after the third? After all this okay, stuff. Okay, There's three seconds left in the game. <laughs> yeah. And they're on the 13-yard th- the uh, line. Uh-huh. Okay. Hendon Hooker was taken out of the game with an injury. Mm. So Joe Milton is your quarterback. Three seconds left. You're down, what, four? He I runs think? out of bounds, right? He runs yeah. for a first down <laughs> yeah, and skips out of bounds to yeah. stop the clock. <laughs> I, I, I almost – I fell out of my chair. I could not believe Yeah, that's just – it's like, Terrible. what clock? It's at zero. You know what? You have to throw it to the end zone. Mentally, he wasn't there, and you wonder if the 30-minute time came and bit him in the ass. You just wonder. Well, he's a backup. I don't think yeah. he expected to play. And, no. And, and, he, he's, and it's Joe Milton. This, and you have to – Michigan admit, fans know. This is, yeah. He did this last yeah, year yeah. at Michigan. Okay? But mentally, you're different. You prepare differently as a backup than you do as a starter. Obviously, there's certain things, a certain rhythm, a routine. Mm-hmm. You want to get maybe a throw or two. <laughs> you don't want to be tossed into the fourth quarter three seconds left, and you're cold. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to defend him, but I think that oh, there was a lot of things that didn't go his way. <clears throat> but had he completed that pass in the end zone for a touchdown and the game winner, 
we'd be talking Heisman today. You know what I mean? That's what I'm oh, saying. No, 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 not Heisman. Yeah. Like we'd be but giving he him made a good decision. with yeah. with 30 minutes of distraction, and he was able to come off the bench cold. So Joe it's like Mil- you always like flip the script. Joe Milton yeah. is so bad. He yeah. start. He was the starter for Tennessee. He the was. Start of the season, and then they found their guy in Hooker. Hooker is the um. Dude. But, I, I bet you. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I think Tennessee will win some games. You don't think they're going to win? Stop it. Stop it. They're uh, gonna I mean, go, Arkansas they're is going, falling off a cliff. They're going 0 5. Arkansas will be fine. Arkansas will be just fine. They'll they'll have they'll have one more loss to the end of the season. They'll be bowl eligible, and then they're gonna play like someone like BYU and spank them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Arizona Utah. So Arizona State, after rolling Colorado last week, was able to put up only 21 points, shockingly, um, against Utah. But Utah's pretty pretty good defensive team. And then I don't want to dive too much into that. I just, just the, the, I think the only note is that this this puts I think this is what put the nail in the Pac-12. They they can't get a team. To oh play yeah, off for now. sure, for sure. It was the only way they were going to get one in is if one loss Arizona State played a one loss Oregon in the and conference championship. Yeah. Utah, hey, here come the numbers. Here come the analytics. When yeah. they switched from Charlie Brewer to Cameron Rising, Utah is now they might be the best team in the Pac-12. Mm. Yeah, they're solid. But they've they're already solid. got two losses. So. But I've always thought they were a solid football team. Yep. A tough team you don't really want to play if you mm-hmm. don't have to. Um, and then B- Baylor beat BYU 38-24. And Baylor's they, a good team. Yeah. Yeah. That, that running back. 6-1 and one at home. Abram, or not Abram's, at home, but 4-0 and oh at home. That running back, Abram Smith, he has the six <clears> most <throat> rushing yards in the country. Mm-hmm. He He's pretty good. And for BYU now... It's a couple losses for them. Mm. Now it's kind of remember we talked earlier in the season how they had the most attrition. Yeah. They lost the most production. Well, here it comes. Yeah. They're starting to feel that. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, and then LSU, Florida. So <laughs> crazy that Edo got pretty much fired right after this game. <laughs> hey, congratulations, man! You won this game. Uh, you shouldn't have won it, but we're gonna fire you anyway. Um, so now both teams are four and three. Uh. All hope for the SEC East for Florida is gone. Their season as Dan Mullen, usually at this time of the year, you're going to start seeing him do some stupid things because the season's over. He has nothing to lose. Oh, uh, they play Georgia <clears throat> after the bye week? I mean, And they finally, if they stick with Anthony Richardson, they might put up a couple points. Um, but it's did, also Georgia-Florida. It's did always you a tough know game. this? Uh, Emory Jones. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out why they're playing Emory He's Jones. He's a four-star. But, but Richardson is clearly better than him. Oh, yeah, agreed. And so Emory Jones has the second most interceptions in all of college football. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, and he still gets trotted out. I there. don't get it at all. <coughs> he still gets trotted out there, which is fine. Please, Florida, by all means, start Emory Jones for the first half I, against my dogs. My buddy, who's a Florida fan, cannot he cannot stand it. Yeah, I know. I know. They, they want Anthony Richardson. All we heard all year from Florida fans this is a dog fan is Emory Jones is coming to beat that ass, and it's like, all right, dude, good luck, it's Emory kind Jones. Of like I a, didn't see it. Isn't it kind of like a Spencer Rattler and Caleb Williams situation, right? Sort of, except Richardson's, Richardson's not. Richardson's yeah, right. but Richardson's not on Caleb's level. No, I agree. Yeah, but he's better. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, so it's it's a case of the backup being better than right. the starter. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's just Dan Mullen is Dan Mullen. He just he's gonna find ones for you to lose and scratch what, your head. What, what do you think happens to LSU now with this news of Ed Ogeron coming out? Do they rally around? Watch him go. Watch a, him win out. <laughs> do, they, I mean, do they do that for Coach O? Well, let's look or at their schedule. Do players start saying, well, "F this." Let's look at their schedule, and I like we're not gonna preview too hard, but I mean they have Ole Miss. Uh, coming up, they have at, they're at Ole Miss, they're at Bama, then they have Arkansas, then they have Uon Monroe, and then they have AM. They could very well go five and zero in that stretch. Oh, I don't know about 
Alabama's down. They always get up for Alabama. Is the Alabama game at home? It's at it's at Alabama. Yeah, so loss. they could go four and one. I mean, that's a solid that's a year. Loss. Where's the Texas A and M game? At uh, it's at um A and M. No, LSU. LSU. They could maybe it's, win that one. It's in the Valley. Yeah. So then and Arkansas. Ole Miss game at Ole Miss is at Ole Miss, but that's one thirty this Saturday on CBS. See, I, I've got. We'll talk about this in another podcast. Yeah. I've got. I've moved Matt Corral up to number one in my Heisman vote now. Uh, yeah, I, I think yeah, he's absolutely. got. He's, he's a runaway. He's a runaway. He's got a little bit of a kind of a Manziel, Ole Miss, So that's two. Thing. So that's okay. Let's just be realistic. Let's go with the you know the favorite, Ole Miss, Bama. So that's two. But the Arkansas, as you said, they're down. It's a potential win. You on Monroe is a win, and then A and M is a toss up. So really, we don't know. I mean, they could honestly go three and five that stretch, or three and two that stretch, and that's that'd be a hell of an accomplishment just because they're like this is four and oh. You know what I mean? Seven and five on the season. Mm-hmm. That's bull. And then Edo yeah. gets to Edo gets a Chick Fil A bowl before you know to, <laughs> yeah. to, to retire yeah. to yeah. the Metro Lux uh, yeah. Theater Bowl. <laughs> the Metro Lux Theater, I love it. Um, and then real quick, uh, moving on, it'll be A and M Missouri. Uh, so A and M rolls Missouri, thirty five fourteen, and then NC State. Hold, hold on, real quick. Oh, sorry. Zach Calzada is playing. He's much improved. Much improved. Quarterback from Texas A&M. And I said this on the last podcast. I feel like it's because each week he's getting more comfortable in that system. And that offense is a pro style, very tough, mm-hmm. very a lot of audibles, a lot of check knees at the line. Like so. And for those of you that don't know, a check knee is the quarterback comes up to the line. He sees a single high safety. He looks to his receiver, which is a check with me. So it's it's hey check with me before you, because you as a receiver, you have to know the coverage that the uh, the their, the defense is in when you get to the line, and the quarterback already knows it. So then you look at him. You're both on the same page. Hey, they're in cover three. Yeah. Why don't you do a slant real quick? Or kind of like hey, a silent audible. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. So it's a check me. So you, it's, honestly, it's just a look. It's like hey, you got it. Yeah, okay, cool. Man to man, you're take. I'm gonna go to the nine on you, which is you know. A fly route or whatever. So there's a and that offense is very complex. Um, and Calzada is, is performing brilliantly with it, honestly. So well, he's getting the ball in the playmakers' hands. Isaiah Spiller yeah. had a fantastic game, and Devin Nachain had a fantastic mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. And that's what you got to do: get the ball into this. You know, Colorado, yeah. get the ball into your playmakers' hands. Yeah, which it's. For some teams, you just scream that at the TV, and it's harder for the coach to hear you. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> but for Missouri, their running back, Kyler Batty, has been an outstanding player this year. Absolutely. A&M shut him down. Yeah. 68 yards. Yeah. That's and, it. And real quick, I also want to wanna say that um, – so NC State, Boston College, um, 30, NC State rolls Boston College 33-7. But the leading – the SEC's leading rusher was held to seven yards against Georgia. Just – Real quick, Will Rodriguez got held to seven yards. I did not NC, see NC yeah. State beating Boston College like this. No, neither did I. Um, they, But NC State destroyed him in the third quarter. I mean, the fact that Boston College couldn't do anything, even if, they really didn't do anything in the first quarter. But the third quarter, like, they scored 21 points. You're like, oh, my God. What? Well, and for Boston College, you remember I NC mean, State they, might win the ACC. They might. Like they might. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think Wake Forest is I'm anything not, special. I'm not counting out Wake Forest. I really think that they have a chance to be special this year. But this is a this is a year where you're if you're in the ACC and you're like, okay, it's wide open. Clemson's down. Yeah. We we need this. Like this is going to carry us for the next six years. You know what I mean? Like we need this this conference. Let me okay think about it. The top three teams in the ACC. Are not Clemson, North Carolina, and Miami. Mm-mm. They are Wake Forest, North Carolina State, and Pittsburgh. 
my my question is <laughs> my question is how long how long does this stand? You know what I mean? Like next year, because DJ is not going anywhere for Clemson. You know what I mean? Like I I just think that next year. Clemson might look very much the same. Yeah, I don't you know think I mean? anybody wants DJ. No. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it's a year in another in you know, another year in the system. You can maybe improve a little bit. but And the co- sophomore quarterback, Devin Leary, mm-hmm. NC State, is playing like an upperclassman. Yeah. He had 251, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Mm-hmm. They have a good defense. He, if he can remain consistent, I agree with you. I think NC State could win the, the yeah. ACC. Yeah, and it, it just makes you wonder. I mean, I don't know. I think that we're, um, well, I think we're we're in a new ACC. We're in a new ACC era, um, and I think that Wake Forest is. I like Wake Forest. I'm not gonna say that they're gonna not win gonna, it every year. You know what I mean? But I, I, there's just something about that team when you see them and you're like, okay. The staff has them rolling. There's, there's, you don't know what their culture is quite yet, and you don't know if they realize how good they can actually be. Like, mm-hmm. there's some good talent there, and they, they got them rolling. And I'm rooting for it, Wake Forest. Um, but I, I also think it'd be cool to see NC State. They've always been solid. It'd be cool to see both of them kind of in the. I don't know. Do they play? Do they play in a, in a conference champ game? ACC. Oh, they yeah. do, yeah, ACC they do. So it'd be cool to see, and it's it's both, right? It's one and two. It's not division. No, no, they have divisions. Oh, yeah. they do. Okay. Yeah. Right. So they they. Would, <clears throat> so who's uh, in that division? So they would play. Um, pulling it up yeah. right now. Wake is on the same side as NC State, oh, so damn. they'll get Pittsburgh. So then, who? When is the NC State Wake Forest game? Has that game already happened? Yeah. Uh, no, it's not. Oh man, look at this! Look at this! So. Uh, NC State has they go they go to Miami this week mm-hmm. and then they go they host Louisville then they host Florida or then they go to Florida State and then they they're at Wake mm-hmm. oh my and then they they host Syracuse and UNC to finish out the season mm-hmm. but man oh man like that'd be a fun game uh, if I mean honestly let's be honest NC State should beat Miami they should beat they should both teams should but will Wake Forest be undefeated at the time is the question can Wake Forest do Kind of the unthinkable. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think NC State and Pittsburgh are yeah. your clear front runners. Yeah, I in think the you're ACC. right. Yeah, I think you're uh, right. Real quick though, before we move on to the Iowa State Kansas State game, yeah, and then I think that might be, yeah, uh, absolutely one of the last ones. Uh, the Colorado game. Yeah. Uh, Arizona, two bad teams. What were what were your thoughts? CU showed heart. Yeah. Um, I think that. It's there's no moral victories in a loss, but there are moral victories in a win. Um, there's a lot of storylines in a win, and this storyline I think was better for Lewis than it was um, for the coach um, Durrell. Durrell, Durrell. yeah. So I think that and Chivarini finally got the ball rolling. Like I was thinking Chivarini um, as far as the OC goes, but they I'm really proud to see you for how they. Didn't they? They didn't really. They tuned out the media. They were like, "Oh my God, the offense sucks." Well, blah, blah. and then they dropped thirty on someone. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, "All right, cool." Um, well, so I pushed back a little heart. bit right there. Yeah. The offense did not drop thirty. Well, okay. The yeah. offense scored twenty points. That's that's amazing. For that <laughs> CU, that's the, that's. The, I, just, I I just let me just, let me be the anchor that brings everybody back because I'm telling you right now, my dad and all the CU. Everybody, oh, no. here he comes. He's going to win out. No, no, no. And, no. and I'm saying, listen, this game we this game was 6 to nothing at halftime. Yeah. Start of the second half, 
Yeah. Uh, CU blocks a punt, returns it for a touchdown. Then CU gets an interception. Carson Wells returns for a touchdown. So, so the defense, if the offense has scored no points, Colorado would have won 14 to nothing. Mm-hmm. So, and it wasn't even until then that the offense finally got rolling. So I'll give you, Brendan Lewis played well mm-hmm. in the second half. Cheverini opened up the playbook a little bit, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. But, bro, that did not happen until the game was done already. And it helps when your defense keeps the opponent to zero points. That kind of It's hard to lose that game. I mean, come on. Brendan Lewis went 12 for 19 with 248 yards and two TDs. I mean, that's not bad. All in the second half. Dude. Okay. You got two. We got six you're, points. You're in the second first half team. Second half team. I'm, I agree. With, I think. Hey, I think there's momentum. You got Cal coming up next. Cal is a one in five team. Yeah. You 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 got every chance to win that game. You win that, then you got three wins. Then you're what three and four. Mm-hmm. You're turning a little bit of a corner. So I, I anyways, I don't want to spend too much time on that because no, you're good. These are bad teams, but that's that's my team. The other thing I wanted to mention though, <laughs> did you see? I love it. This UT San Antonio road. How they doing? Beat down of Rice, forty-five nothing. That's right. You know I'm following now. I'm going, go undefeated. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm gonna get you a sweater for Christmas. UT San Antonio <laughs> is in the top twenty-five. They're number twenty-three in the country, folks. I know you're probably. I'm probably the only person you've ever right, heard talk about rightfully this. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. They should be in the top twenty-five. But the three-headed monster, Frank Harris at quarterback, sincere McCormick at running back, wide receiver Joshua Cephas. They they all have a year left too. And if they come back next year, maybe start the season in the top 25, they've got in the non-conference Houston, Army, Texas. You may be looking at another Coastal Carolina situation here. You 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 think that San Antonio – I'm not nothing against San Antonio. <laughs> if no. those guys come back. And you're right. You're allow right. a man to dream. No, and I, I, I want that dream to happen. But I, I have to be real. I don't think that they would make the playoff. No, no, okay. no, they're not. I didn't okay. say Cincinnati. Oh, okay. I said Coastal Carolina. Okay, yeah, I Cincinnati. know that. But a lot of people were like, Coastal Carolina should have been in the playoff last year. Yeah, because you beat BYU? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And Louisiana. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. No, but, 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 rolling back to your UTSA, your Roadrunners, I am very happy because that just goes to show that we kind of know what we're talking about a little bit because you highlighted them all year. They're doing way better than what I thought Arkansas was going to be. I thought Arkansas was going to be. You call Arkansas. I thought Arkansas was going to be where Kentucky is now. Honestly, I, I thought they were going to be a one-loss team. I thought was, Indiana go eleven and one. Yeah. So when you win some, you lose. Yeah, some. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then <laughs> yeah, but your Roadrunners, you know what? They're 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 going to be fine. They're going to be just fine. Um, as far as you know, man, dreaming. Dream all you want, man. I'm, I'm rooting for you. But like I said, I'm going to get you a sweater from them. A bear's for Christmas. Anyway. Reach this... out, San Antonio fans. <laughs> anyway, this has been another episode of the Fan Section. We thank you so much for listening. I'm Alan. That is Tyson. And we are out.